So this morning we're going to get back kind of to the original idea of the podcast. Uh, just, um, I mean, it's it's it was the original idea. It's morphed into something different, and that's not a bad thing. I think I enjoy the fact that it's uh, a little different now. But the original idea was to do some um, just Bible studies that I thought were relevant for me that I've been you know getting into. And to put it up for community review to see if maybe I've gotten some things wrong, uh, maybe my mind should be changed in a certain way based on this scripture or a different scripture that others would bring up and say you're you're neglecting this fact of scripture or something of that nature. So I want to get back to that a little bit. I mean, you know, just keep it going as well. But um, I want to get back to that now. And um, right now I want to continue in Isaiah since I'm there on my current reading. Um, in Isaiah 58, there was uh, this chapter, Isaiah 58. I'm actually on Isaiah 61, but um, Isaiah 58 really stood out to me uh, just because currently um, the belief of people around me is different when it comes to fasting and proclaiming a fast unto the Lord it's uh it's a different belief on how to do it and how to uh, do it properly what should be done and this really only covers um, one side of it because uh, fasting is is very commonly known and actually uh, explained a little bit better in different portions of the Bible as um, restricting your body of food as well but this portion of scripture, isn't necessarily uh, about that specifically, but I want to read essentially the whole chapter of Isaiah 58. It's only, what is it, like uh, 14 verses, so it's not long, but I want to read it all just so we can get the context of where my mind went when I read this, um, mention what I think about it, and then just kind of wrap it up at that point. It's it's not going to be extremely long, I don't think, but we'll see. So let's get into it. Uh, Isaiah 58, in the King James Bible, it says, Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as a nation that did not righteousness, and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, they say, and thou seest not. Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest not knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast ye find pleasure, and exact all your labors. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day, to make your voice to be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush, and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast, and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, and to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house, when thou seest the naked that thou cover him, and that thou hide thyself not from thine own flesh? Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily. And thy righteousness shall go before thee, and the glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. 
If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, the speaking vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones. Thou shalt be like a walled garden, and like a spring of water, of water whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord honorable. Oh, if you call the holy of the Lord honorable, and shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words, then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. All right, that took longer than it needed to just because um, it's hard for me to read out loud, hard for me to read in my own mind in general. Um, but also, it's you know some older language, but I believe it's more accurate that way. It's, it's really what's used in the legal field anyways is to use uh, King James-style language. So um, it's just better to use something that's a little more accurate. And I'm one of these people who believe that the King James Bible is really the only current accurate Bible we have in possession in the English language. So... Um, that's just me. Either way, I really want to bring um, our attention to my own first, but our attention to the fact that in verses, what is it, two, three, four, and five, it talks about how they were fasting and how essentially they were doing it wrong, which is what verse six essentially clarifies because God makes it to where through the hand of Isaiah's writing, he asks them and says, well, let's just go to verse six and say, and, and read that one more time. It says, is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free and that ye break every yoke. It continues on, you know, to say, uh, deal bread to the hungry and, and, you know, well, I'll just read it. And that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house. When thou seest the naked, thou cover him. And that thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh. These things are what net, are what God really intended the fast to be for and really to consist of, right? To loose the bands of wickedness. Now, I understand that right here back in, where was it? In verse 5, it actually says that a way to do it, well, the way they were doing it was to afflict his, for a man to afflict his soul, to bow down his head as a boar, spread sackcloth and ashes under him. That's actually what people did in the Old Testament. And even, I think there was an example in the New Testament where someone did that, but the point was they did that as, I guess, like a sign of humility, you know, before God to show that, you know, what was it that David said? Uh, what worm am I? You know, it's to say that, hey, I'm, I'm lowly. I have no way of doing any of this on my own or by my own merit, by my own strength. Can you help me to do it? Essentially, you know, you're, you're, you're praying to when you pray to God, you don't pray and you shouldn't pray and say, look what I have done now. You know, help me out here because of what I've done already. I deserve help from you now. It should be. Something more of more along the lines of, Lord, by your strength, I've done this thing. Can you also help me out with this other thing? So 
what I'm understanding from this passage, just by my own thoughts, by my own mind, what I'm understanding from this passage is that when it comes to fasting, it shouldn't necessarily be a day of sorrow and sadness, sackcloth and ashes on your head. It shouldn't be something necessarily of just afflicting the soul. That's part of it, to crucify the flesh. That's part of it, true, but you're supposed to crucify the flesh daily. So no one's saying to put sackcloth and ashes on daily, right? And I don't necessarily believe that sackcloth and ashes is appropriate nowadays anyways. It's not like, oh, it's, it's, it's over with because we're in some different dispensation. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there's, there's other ways to get the same result from fasting where you don't necessarily need sackcloth and ashes, right? Uh, or to, in, in order to crucify the flesh. What I'm understanding from this, this passage is that the Bible puts forth, what is it? Four verses from verse two to five about the way that they were doing their fast wrong. And then from six to 14, what is that? I can't do quick math in my head. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine verses. I think I counted nine verses, nine verses on how you do it the right way. But then again, there's also in the end verses, just the blessings that you'll get or the response God will give you. But either way, there's they, they peppered that in at the end. Point is, verse 6 and 7, where was it? 10, and I think 13, talk, talk about how the fast should be uh, proclaimed the way that God chose it. Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, undo the heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to deal with uh, thy bread to the hungry, that thou bring the poor that are cast out inside the house? When, I see his, when thou seest the naked, thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh. Uh, then verse uh, verse 9, Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am, if thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, the speaking vanity. If thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, and thou shalt, then shalt thy light rise in the obscurity, and in darkness shall be as a noonday. Uh, and then verse uh, 13, If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the Lord will... Uh, or the holy of the Lord honorable, to call him honorable on that day, and shall honor him in doing, uh, and not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words, then shalt the del uh, thou delight thyself in the Lord, and he will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. And the mouth of the Lord has spoken to Jesus. I was reading too fast there. Either way, I like this passage because it kind of opens your mind to a different style of fasting. One that's more... Um, more about giving honor to the Lord than just afflicting your soul. So it's not a different style of fasting. It's just an addition um, to the style of fasting that's already prescribed in the Bible. Sure, afflict your skull, your, your skull, afflict your soul, crucify your flesh, but make sure that you're giving the honor and glory to the Lord throughout it. You know, do what's prescribed in the verses. Don't just... Don't just have that um, that idea that, hey, I'm going to afflict my soul. I'm going to put this sackcloth and ashes on my head and um, be of a downtrodden spirit. And then magically or through your faith-filled words, whatever you want to say, God is going to say, okay, look, look, they put sackcloth on their head, uh, on their body and ashes on their head. They were pretty upset during the day. Let's, let's do what, let's take care of their problems. 
You know, that I, I, I don't believe that that's the way it would work. Not necessarily because, oh, it just doesn't make sense in my mind. It's more because, hey, it, it doesn't, scripture doesn't sound like that's what it's saying. You know, it sounds like it says, hey, if you do it the way that I'm prescribing, then we'll take care of your problems. You know, then, then, then we'll take a good hard look at what's going wrong. Maybe, maybe that problem is there to humble you. Maybe that problem is there because it, it, you, you need it in your life for some reason or another. You know, you need it there to keep you from straying away to something that's worse. You know, like an example, I have a knee condition. It's not like the worst thing. I guess a lot of people, a lot of people have it. Osgood Schlatter. You know, it's, it's very, very common apparently. But I don't know if there's different severity levels because some people who have it, they can be on their knees for a lot longer than me. I can't take a squat to do some tile work for more than five minutes before I get up and feel lightheaded because blood flow or pain levels, I'm not sure. It's just, it hurts all the time. You know, I have a, um, it, what looks like a growth underneath my kneecap that most people freak out when they see it. It's not huge, but it's, it's noticeable. Either way, um, you know, I've, I've thought to pray, to ask for it to, you know, heal itself, go away on its own. You know, I still believe in healing, but I've also checked um, to see, hey, look, let's let's see if maybe God's leaving that in your life so that way you would not try and be as as big of a risk taker as you were when you were younger. Back when I was younger, I'd be jumping off of bridges into lakes all the time, doing all sorts of things that could lead to a pretty horrible existence if you were to take that one wrong step and land in the one wrong place you shouldn't. You know, could have been paralyzed, could have died, could have had a bunch of issues. You know, maybe that's part of it. And you never know. I, I don't I don't have another reason for it. It's not like I couldn't go get a surgery. I've actually met a few people who said they'd even do the, the surgery pro bono just because they I've done a few favors. Not like it was big favors, but still, you know, it's not an insanely complicated surgery. You make a friend with someone, they'll take care of you point is it's never happened i've never gotten that thing scheduled and it just seems like it's not going to happen just because things seem to always get in the way point is a long way around to get to the final point is i feel like the way that should be that that fast should be proclaimed is to do it the way that you normally understand it you know no eating from sun up to sundown uh just leave it at that Drink water if you feel like you need to, because no one's telling you not to drink, especially if you're on a job site. I mean, you know, and if you're on a job site, think about your fasting anyways. You know, you're going to put yourself through extreme labor and and afflict your soul that bad. I question that, you know, maybe find a better time to do it where you can actually put all your focus on the Lord, especially when you put all your focus on the Lord. Do it that way. But either way, do a normal fast, you know, and and, and then follow what's prescribed in Isaiah 58. You know, maybe think about giving some uh, some of your stuff to to the needy, to the poor. Maybe think about something like that. That might help out in the long run. Long way around is longer than I thought it would be. Fifteen minutes, geez. There's there, there's that that addition to the podcast. We'll leave it at this for now. Um, I'm currently on the job site. This is still me trying to do some morning episodes. Who knows if the quality of the audio is going to be any better. I'm actually starting to be okay with what it is. You know, it's not horrible. You know, we might just leave it like this for now until I get an actual room set up in the house with um, something for recording. We'll see.
keep saying that. Jeez, I keep saying that. All right, we'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening.